One of the biggest obstacles artists face in the music game is access. Getting access to the people that can make it happen or access to the information and resources you need to get to the next level. That's the key. That's why you need two of the biggest in the game on your side. Introducing J.R. McKee. Boom Man, welcome to the real industrial plug. You heard me? Boom, I'm retiring from dancing. What was the next mindset? What was the thoughts? Um, How can I help dancers and models who don't understand the business? And through that process, you realize the only way that they'll even give me the time of day is if I'm booking them on gigs. Yeah, because I always tell people, like, I had a long dance career, but I don't think I was the best dancer. Like, yeah. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I felt like I was a, above average in everything that I touched, but I felt like I was a harder worker and a harder networker, but I wasn't yeah. the best talent. Right, so, hard work beats talent. Yeah, I understand. So, so I would be like, you know, I feel like people, because you weren't like the elite person people didn't want to hear what you had to say even though you was consistently working for 10 years right so i was like okay the only way that people will open their minds and their ears is if you give them money Mm -hmm. so i was like i gotta book them on stuff and then they'll start listening to me because now i'm in a position of power so now it's like oh I got to listen to her. She she got she got she know something. She doing, yeah, she yeah. knows she doing. She she was like me, and now she the person booking me. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. they started to listen. You know, and that's that's that was like literally how I transitioned out. And so I'm assuming because you were beginning to book people, you were getting in the world of the video directors and the casting directors. You were getting into that world, yep. and then you, I'm I don't want to take away from the story, but I'm guessing you saw the opening. Yeah. So. Literally everyone, not everyone, but a lot of the artists that I danced for, mm-hmm. I started casting for. Yeah. And then I saw, they already knew my worth ethic as a as a dancer. And I preset to people, like, don't matter what position you're in, what level you're on, like, give them your best because right. they're going to see something in you and it's going to translate to your elevation. So yes. whatever you did as the janitor, you know, right. like, if you clean, spot cleaned everything, they're going to, and when you want to be uh, an assistant, they probably going to be like, but she was the best janitor. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, on a personal level, like that's exactly how my career started. Mm-hmm. I was a club promoter. Mm-hmm. I was throwing parties, but I was so diligent and so worked so hard at that. When the artist got a record deal, they was like, well, shit, that's the smartest person we know. Yep. Let's bring him with us. Exactly. So that's literally how I got in the game. Because yep. I, didn't, I didn't have no aspirations of being a manager or anything like that. But I was just the best connection that they had mm-hmm. as far as knowledge yep they knew i was a hard worker they knew i was smart they knew what i knew what to do with money mm-hmm. you know what i mean they put me in the game that's, so that's literally, you gotta give your best at everything because yep. you don't know what that transition can be exactly you, know you never mean? know where you're gonna be and the second thing is just making sure you're talking to everybody in the room right you know what i'm saying even when i came <sighs> in this room jewel. i dapped up everybody in this room yeah i don't know where they what they could do what value yeah. they could add what we could create what we yeah. could build so I, I, I just learned from a from a previous show that's called politicking it is it's called <laughs> politicking <laughs> You know what I mean? So everybody in the room matters because you don't know who that person will be in 10 years. Like, uh, for instance, you were a dancer and now 10 years later, you had a biggest production company. Now, if I would have tried to shit on you as a dancer, guess what? I can't get no room and I can't get no space in your room as a, you know what I mean? Yep. So I'm, I'm lost now because I wasn't playing the game right. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, my bad. So, all right. So you were already casting for these people. So then what happened? Um... So, yeah, it was it was an artist that was actually signed with Flowrider at the time that was like a friend 
um, of mine, and she was her creative director was also one of my close friends, and she wanted to um, do a video. But you know, when you first get signed, they don't give a lot of budget, so you gotta yeah. ask for favors, you know. So she had hit me up like, "Yo, I need dancers. I need a space. This is the vision I have, but I don't know if I got you know the pool for it." Right. And so I just started putting stuff together, just calling people. Like she wanted a horse, and I was like, <laughs> "No, seriously, she wanted to be at a horse ranch." And I had. Um, when I was dancing with um, Jason Derulo, I literally was flying back, and on my bag I had the little sticker. And yeah. one of his one of his fans' mothers just started uh-huh. talking to me in the plane. That's another thing. When you're in first class, yeah. just talk to everybody. The connections. Too, connect. So I she know, she said, "Please don't go yeah. to sleep. Talk." So <laughs> so she saw my sticker and she was like, "Yo, my my daughter is the biggest fan." Da da da. So she starts telling me about their whole life and they yeah. own. A horses horse ranch yeah. in North Atlanta and I was like yo alright I'm gonna keep you in my Rolodex didn't yeah. know I was gonna this is when I was dancing I didn't know I was gonna be producing so she wanted a horse ranch she wanted like a high rise with like glass all over it like glass windows all through I was like man I got a homie that got you know state right. 12 in, in, in downtown you know what I'm saying right. let me call him up see he'll give us the space she wanted dancers I was like oh I got that yeah. so um, I just started putting stuff together for her. She wanted like a warehouse space. My homeboy owned a, a warehouse at uh, Metropolitan Lofts. So I was yeah. like, all right, let me just call people. So I started getting like She had super. a vision. Yeah, she did. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she had did. a vision. And not no budget. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I was just hooking her up. Like, all right, let me call this person. Let me call yeah. this person. So when we got on set, the um, director came in. And, you know, she was putting it together. You know, it was one of those things. You just pay him to come with the camera. Yeah. And I'm a put everything together so he came he was like asking people who did this who did this oh this this space dope this is great da, 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 da. Yeah. and everybody was like oh princess oh princess so he came to me he was like what you do i was like nothing i'm just helping a friend he was right. like no you're a producer yeah put and, you on game yeah and from that moment on i literally was like oh okay i'm finna look this shit up what right. am i like what, is, what did they go yeah. and right. i just started doing that and i started claiming it because literally if the director literally comes on set and he's like no you're the producer yeah then you doing something right so i was like all right let me learn more about it y'all know what's going on man it's your big homie boom man checking in authentic empire's own ceo if you want to set up a meeting you want to rock with the team you want to get heard all you got to do is log on to www.authenticempiremg.com or text the number 4485700040 let's get it booming hey jr mckee here Listen to all of my artists, managers, and executives. It's time to evolve into the streaming business. I'm the number one streaming executive in the industry with over 30 platinum and gold records in the last two years alone. I've been teaching everybody how to do what I do. So if you're interested in breaking through in the streaming business, go ahead and enroll in my masterclass to join my stream team community. The link's in the bio. Or visit our website, thestreamteam.club. So so let's let's make some some producers right now, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got we got a lot of people listening. Let's make some producers. So step one is obviously connections. Yes. You know what I mean? Because you have to, like you said, you knew the person with the horse, you mm-hmm. knew the person with the condo. So everybody that's listening, if you're interested interested at all in one day becoming a producer like a princess. Step one is you you have to know these places or you have to be resourceful yes. to go find these places. Very resourceful and just having a network. What What's the craziest thing somebody's ever asked of you? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It's been some crazy stuff. Yeah. Like even for Willie, it was like um, we had that uh, the 
the um trickster just flying up in the air like literally he what's a trickster a, a bike trickster oh gotcha, gotcha literally i don't know if you you noticed but he's flying on up top of lotto and 21 but he's literally we just had it was a lot there was a lot to get yeah. like it was it like was some a bmx different. stunts type but, shit but he would they wanted him like doing circles in the air what yeah so it was like hold on what i gotta I, first i gotta <laughs> understand what you're asking me to do i gotta get an understanding of it Mm-hmm. So that I actually can accomplish it, but we did. So that that video was was kind of crazy. Um, but it's been it's been a lot. Like I've what was what was the one that that gave you the biggest headache? Like what was what was the hardest one? I don't want to put nobody's name out there. Yeah, you don't gotta say no names. <laughs> Just tell tell us what happened though. Um, we worked. Uh, a, I worked a thirty two hour day. Thirty two hours straight. Yeah, I didn't sleep. Um, because yeah, the video uh, my. I had people walk out at 18 hours and then another group at 22 hours. And then my cleanup crew came at 23 hours. Yeah. And I had to stay there for that. So, yeah, it, you know, a lot of artists. Uh, the demand is is is, is high. They yeah. they want everything. Yeah. All right. All right. So back back to the producers. Right. So, A, we got to have the connections. And then what, what would you say is. What would you say is like, okay, boom, I, I feel like I know a lot of people. I feel like I move around. How do I need to meet directors? Like, how do I how do I begin putting my name out there to be a producer? So if you're look, it depends on what realm of producing you want. We're talking about music videos here. Yeah. Um. So the people who are like the gatekeepers when it comes to music videos are the commissioners. Video commissioners. Yeah. yeah so the labels. The, yeah. So those are the people. Like, and a, pe- a lot of people when I say when I'm talking on set about the commissioner, people don't even know, know what, what that who is. they are or what right. that is. So you I'm, know you got to tell us who's who's the video commissioner. So what is that? I, I always say that they're the liaison between production company and label. Mm-hmm. So they have, but they have the artist's best interest. So yeah. um, that's why I call them the gatekeepers. But they're also the ones that handle who's going to get hired and what production company they're right. going to go with, you know, or what director they're going to go with. And they basically um, uh, make the deal and you right. make sure both sides are, are heard. Right. right. So um, getting in good graces with the commissioners, the video commissioners is usually like how you're going to get hired in for those roles. Mm-hmm. So, so for, to make it even more plain for you guys. So like if I'm a, if I'm a artist at Interscope and I'm putting out my new single, uh, what's your, what's your, uh, entrepreneurship, that's named my new single. I'm putting out my <laughs> wow. new single called entrepreneurship, right? The video commissioner at Interscope, his job is to go and find the director and producer for that for that song and then come back to me and say here's a treatment and budget from the producer do you like this like so like she said they're the liaison between the label and the people that are actually executing the music Mm -hmm. video and so every label has one Mm -hmm. or multiple multiple. yeah Yeah, or multiple Mm -hmm. and so your job is to get on linkedin yes and And figure out who they are figure out who those people are all right so boom i get thank you cards and christmas cards and everything exactly so boom now i I'm resourceful. I know I got to holler at the video commissioners. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are the other steps that I need in order to begin my, my business process? Um, so, yeah, being resourceful, uh, having a network of people in, in different areas from hair and makeup all the yeah. way to stage managing to, you know, ADs. Um, I would also get in good with a lot of directors and DPs because yeah. they, if they like to work with you and they get the calls first a lot too sometimes. Right, you know, sometimes right. the production company may not get it, but the director and DP does. Yeah. Another thing is just understanding how to stretch money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like, what? I was just going to say, okay, <laughs> we spoke on it a little bit earlier, but a DP. Mm-hmm. 
So the director of photography, mm-hmm. um, like I said, they're the vision. So yeah. the director of photography deals with the cameras and the lighting. So yeah. that's why I tell you they're what we see. The, right, the right. director is how we feel. The DP is how we yeah. what we see, our vision. Yeah. So because they have a better understanding of light and angles. Right. So yeah. So my 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 favorite thing to critique in movies is the cinematography, mm-hmm. and that's the, exactly. yeah, that's the DP. That's that's the person who's actually shooting it. The person sitting behind the camera. The director is sitting back there in that chair that say director yep. on it <laughs> while the dp is out there sitting behind the camera yep. capturing the vision mm-hmm. and so you're saying make sure you're tied into the directors and the dps mm-hmm. okay yeah my bad. They, they get a lot of calls you know because a lot of people think about the creative first they don't yeah. think about how to execute it they just think about what's a great idea and right. the directors are mostly the ones that are going to create that yeah you know, with their creative director with their writer or by themselves so they're always thinking about that first and right. then that director is more so thinking about who i could work with that's going to make sure that this looks good with the money that they're thinking about giving me right. so that's why the director is a good person to be in touch with because they're going to probably call you or refer you right um, for the job um so yeah directors um DPs, DPs, commissioners, being resourceful, having a network, and stretching your dollar. Talk, we, we, ain't, we, we didn't get to the stretching the dollar. Okay. Talk to us. So everyone has a budget. Everybody has a limit. You know yes. what I'm saying? So, yes. um, you know, probably starting off in your career, you may not get the biggest budgets. And that's right, why right. Coming, becoming resourceful and understanding money and how yeah. to manage it. Like I said, we manage people, time, and money. Mm-hmm. You have to understand how to really manage that that money um, and how to stretch that dollar because they may say, I honestly only have 5000 This is a new right. artist. I don't want to put that much more in there until I know there's going to be a return, uh-huh. right? And you got to think like a business person too. If you're investing that much money, like the label's investing or the independent uh, manager is investing into that person, there got to be a return. And music videos... I mean, it's content, which is great, but how are you getting that return? So you got to understand that they may have a limit, they may have a cap, but they also have a vision they wanted you to execute. So we got to figure out how to make sure that we do that. Mm -hmm.